disruption zone. Opportunity lives where the status quo dies. Talking to the greatest innovators, disruptors, and off-the-wall inventors we can scrounge up. You laugh, you'll learn, you'll be inspired. Now, here are your hosts, Leland Conway and Cameron Mills. It's the Disruption Zone. Today, my co-host and co-executive producer, Cameron Mills, is back with us. He had a pretty good rant about the COVID inconsistency um, from our leaders, and I wanted to dive into that and uh, discuss what the governor has done in terms of restrictions on Kentuckians. And then we're going to have a little conversation about pumpkin pie and how it needs to be banned because it's disgusting. And we're going to have a debate about that and our favorite Thanksgiving uh, tradition. So check it out. Right now, though, Real quick, I, I want to uh, thank our sponsor for this program. It is uh, the the uh, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Now, I don't talk about businesses that I don't fully believe in. Um, just not interested in that. And uh, so if you hear me talking about a business, it's because I actually do believe in them. And I um, am a customer of theirs or, or I've researched them thoroughly. And Louisville Cabinets and Countertops did our kitchen before we sold our house in Louisville few years before that. So we enjoyed it for a long time. It was really just changed the look of our house. And then when it came time to sell, uh, we sold it in a day. And I'm confident that the look of the kitchen was a big part of that and how it showed and uh, made people want it. So pretty awesome. They're at 6200 Hit Lane. If you're a contractor or a do-it-yourselfer, they've got cabinets that are high quality and affordable in stock. Uh, laminate countertops can be, some of them can be cut same day or any type of stone that you want. Those you'll have to order, but nonetheless, they can get that stuff to you, whatever the materials are that you need. And of course, if you're somebody who wants to just basically turn it over to somebody and have them redo the whole thing, then they've got three designers on staff, Michelle, George, and Kelly all want to take your call and talk to you about your dream kitchen and how they can make that happen for you. So give them a call at, uh, 502 930-3304 or stop by the showroom and see some examples of their work at 6200 Hit Lane right there on the border of Oldham County and Louisville. So if you're in southern Indiana or Oldham County, boom, there you go. Uh, Or Louisville, you know, that's your place. LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com. Check them out. And now the conversation uh, about COVID reaction from our governor and other governors, or I should say Kentucky's governor and other governors here on the Disruption Zone. Here's Cameron Mills with me. Yes, that's true. Technically, you are the executive producer because you are the co-executive producer. You are also the founder because you are a co-founder. My my buddies who did, I think I've told you about it, they they started a uh, golf podcast podcast Mm. called... uh, That's a great podcast. You had me listen to that. Dude, do you know they are getting ready... They're getting ready to have an article written about them in golf.com. No, that's they awesome. have blown up. They they have got so Titleist. Cool. They're they 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 have their own agent now. That is so Titleist cool. has has been talking to them about them becoming a Titleist company. Yeah, it's I mean Dude, I'm telling, I, and what makes me mad is the I listened to the third episode. Yep, way back when they had like ten followers. I listened to the third episode. Now maybe it's the second episode, and I was so mesmerized by it. I called them <laughs> and I said, look. I want to be a part of this. I said because I'm I'm not kidding. As much as I know you guys, love you guys, I'm close to you guys. I feel like this is one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. I said <laughs> it's such an interesting subject. It's it's gonna it's gonna appeal to so many golfers. And I said it's just it's it's just fantastic. And I said I want to put you guys on. I've got at the time I had two podcasts. I had um, BB and Chalk Talk was on. Um, I was produ- I wasn't producing. I was executive producing. Right. I was 
I was platforming them. What would you yeah. call that? I was. Uh, that would be executive producer. Well, but the point is, I, they would do all. They did all the work. All I did was yeah, distribute. Well, I was when you facilitate, when you I facilitate, yeah, that's what producers in movies yeah. aren't. They don't actually do any work like a no. producer in TV. A producer well, well, in TV what, actually whoa, 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 does whoa, whoa, whoa. the show. Producer, you're right. Producers do nothing. Executive producers do almost everything else. Actually, there's a funny. There's they just a funny, fund it. <laughs> producers funny, just fund it. That's all they do. I, I don't know if you you watch the. You, I don't think you and Tabitha are into adult animation. Um, no, not like really. Like Bob's Burgers, Simpsons, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, Simpsons, yeah. Uh, South Park, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so, so you are, but I'm like, I'm in, I love King of the Hill. I, I've been watching King well, of the Hill for the last show. few weeks. I love Bob's Burgers. might be one of my all-time favorite shows. Okay. And I've been watching it, and there's an episode where the the, the school counselor, Philip Frond, who's a very geeky, homely, dorky guy that everybody, ha- all the kids in the school hate because he takes his job so seriously. <laughs> They're trying to convince him to, um, instead of him producing – uh, the ha- ha- see the Wednesday before Thanksgiving half day of school um, uh, Thanksgiving play, which is always terrible. They're going to come up with a way to try to to sabotage it and get out of school for the, for that all day Wednesday too. Right. And so they're telling him that they're trying to convince him. They're conning him into buying into it. And they say you can be executive producer. And and, and he goes, what does an executive producer do? And, and the answer from Louise, who's the smart uh, seven-year-old, goes, basically you take credit for everyone else's work um, and you do interviews. And exactly. you say things like, this has been a pet project mm-hmm. of mine. Yeah, or a labor of love. Uh, a labor of love. That's, exactly, that, yeah. that's actually the second thing to say. It's sort of a labor dream. of love. So I, I screenshot it, the video of it, and sent it to Dick, and I said, This is exactly what I've done as executive producer of the three documentaries. Exactly. I love it. All right, let's get into so, this. Yeah, let's want... do it. So, Cameron, um, you on your radio show last week had a rant, and it's kind of <laughs> interesting that you had this rant. Yeah. And then the governor this week decides to indefinitely close restaurants. And I think it's interesting that he says that we're not going to have a shutdown. Yeah. We're just going to shut down an entire portion of the economy upon <laughs> which a lot of people who don't make a whole lot of income depend. Yeah. Um, and then he then goes on to invade people's home spaces yeah. by saying you can't have any more than two households for Thanksgiving. I have no idea how he plans to enforce that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Before we get into all of that. Because I think that the the pattern. Meanwhile, you, you can, you're, we're going to have three thousand people in Rupp Arena next week. So, so that's, be, that's be, a great point, right? So, before we get point. into all of that, I want to I want to dive into the inconsistency. And I listened yeah. to your monologue, and I just want to step out of the way, okay, and let you do that again before we go into the back and forth <laughs> okay. because you were so strong on this. Yeah, I was angry, and rightfully so. So yeah. go for it. I'm just. Right, gonna, I'm so, gonna get out of so, the way, executive okay. producer, and well, let you do this for a second. <laughs> Thank you. So, but, but before, if you want to listen to the original mm. um, uh, version of this, uh, go to CameronMillsRadio.com. It's the most recent podcast, so it was uploaded Sunday night or Monday morning. Uh, it's the first seven minutes of the show. So if you want to listen to my original uh, diatribe on this, uh, this one I'll try to be less passionate, just because I think sometimes the second time you go through it, you're not really thinking. Um, or is passionate about. But nonetheless, what happened was, and I forget the gentleman's name, but he works with Fayette County Public Schools. This came out last Sunday night, so it was right before my show uh, went on live air. And the decision was that they were going to go through what essentially, now this is this was before Governor Brashear's announcement about what's going on, what he says is going to happen with schools now, right, which is a shutdown of uh, middle school and high school until January and elementary schools until maybe December something. This was before that. And so what Fayette County, now I've had my issues with Fayette County Public Schools because 
my stepson, that, that's where he, he goes. He was going virtually to Fayette County Public Schools, and then it just wasn't working. He's, 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 he's an awesome kid. He's special needs. Um, he's on the autism spectrum. So we, we withdrew him. Uh, and we're homeschooling. And I will tell you, Leland, and I don't, you and I haven't talked a lot about this, but, man, homeschooling is just – if you can do it, and I know not everyone can do it, but if you can do it, do it. Yeah. Because it is so much easier. It's, he's still getting work done. He's still ch- he's still being challenged every day, but it's so much easier. But back to, back to what you're asking me to talk about. So Fayette County announced – I think he's the chief of high schools, I think is what his title was. and I, I missed, Mr. McMillan, I'll call him, because I think his last name was McMillan. What they said was is they're going to go through a two-week pause of all of the, like, what they were having is, like, some of the special needs kids, some, like, there were certain groups that they were allowing in school buildings, and they were shutting that down. They were basically going to go through everything was going a two-week pause. Everybody was going back to um, uh, non-traditional um, uh, instruction, which is basically the virtual stuff, except, and this is the part that make, makes me still irate, except the six public high school football teams in Lexington because they each are entering the playoffs and they had a chance to win a state championship. <laughs> just just saying that, now I'm, I, my blood pressure is starting to skyrocket again. Right. Leland, that doesn't make sense. And what I said on the radio show the other day, if this is a pandemic where you have to pause everything in order to keep everyone safe – then I'm sorry. You've got I, I I sympathize with these young men. I've got I've got um, young cousins uh, who play football down in Knox County, um, and I don't know that the, you know I, I don't know if they're still in the playoffs or not. But it was a big deal that they got to play their their season this year. However, they got to play they got to play. It was a big deal because they were seniors. One of them was. So I sympathize with that. But the problem is, how can you say things are so dangerous that we have to shut down the public schools, but not football? Because those football players, they have a chance for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It just says to me, that that's where we get off on this inconsistency. If it's truly dangerous, I'm sorry. you got to shut it all down. Just by letting the football teams play, what Fayette County had done before Governor Brashear did what he did yesterday, what Fayette County has done is they've said, it's really not that dangerous right, right. because we're allow. Obviously, it's not that dangerous because we're allowing the football teams to play, right. or at least what they're saying at minimum. They're saying it's not that dangerous to these young men. The problem with that, Leland, is that as we've seen with COVID, COVID may not affect the young kids, certainly the way it affects the 80 and 90-year-old people in our world. But the young kids, at some point, <laughs> they can be around the right. older people in our world. And right. so, yeah, the football players may be safe, and if they get COVID, they may be asymptomatic. But it, isn't that on some level part of the problem? Because I guarantee you these football players, especially on the high school level, they're not absconding themselves. What a great word. I don't even know if I used it correctly. But they're not absconding themselves from their parents and their grandparents. And there are uh, there are second and third tertiary touches where the, where the virus can be transmitted. So, again... It's not that – saying that, well, on the football field, that's a safe space. On some level, if you say the pandemic is as bad as you say it is, then there really are no safe spaces. Right. There really aren't any. And so you can't – and by simply saying we're going to shut it down or pause education, mm-hmm. um, go completely back to virtual, but we're going to let the six football teams play because, doggone it, they got a chance at a state championship. Right. Yeah. That's just – that's asinine to me. Yeah. Just the, the message – there might be some some wisdom in it, but the message is so poorly stated. 
that they're basically saying championships, sports matter more than health. Yeah, 100%. and I think on some level that's what makes me mad. Uh, by the way, I'm going to let you get away with using absconded with yourself. Did I use it incorrectly? So, yeah, well, not really. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes, but no. Okay, Here's the you. thing. To abscond with is to steal or, oh, or to kidnap. Okay. So I'm going to steal yeah. or kidnap myself away from family. I, I'm going to rule that that's admissible. <laughs> and one reason I'm going to rule that that's admissible yeah. is because you then followed up with a very perfect use of tertiary. So the, Thank you. the, the Thank two you. words combined yeah. in context, I'm giving you yeah. that, man. Okay, I'm fine. giving it to you. Leland, you and I have had this conversation before. The best way to get people to believe you have a fantastic vocabulary <laughs> is to use words with such confidence mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they never de- – they're not going to go to dictionary.com and look it up and see whether you used it correctly or not. Well, you might because you're a smart individual. Well, but I will use words that have no place being in the sentences I use them in, <laughs> but I use them with confidence, and therefore I'm very, very rarely ever questioned. But what we know is that the one person out of 100 that will go look it up is the one person that never gets invited to holiday parties, so we don't care what they think anyway. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so. But, all right, one other topic I wanted to hit here before we go, okay. if you're good on this. Yeah, um, yeah, real quick. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, what, what in particular? The okay. original? Okay, you, you because there was not popcorn at the original. There was Thanksgiving, no popcorn apparently. at the original. Apparently not. <laughs> I, I, apparently not. I, I think I learned that in a. Um, um, trying to think, it was a sitcom that I learned that in. Let me let me tell you what needs to go from okay. Thanksgiving. Oh, you talking about? Are you talking about dishes? Yeah. Okay. Let me just tell you what needs to go. All right. I am the president elect. I've declared myself that on on social media because that's um, how it works. That's how it works. And I'm telling you right now, on the first day of my new administration, I'm banning pumpkin pie. What? Okay, pumpkin pie Come is on. the most disgusting. First of all, you're talking about something that is the color and consistency of poop. And no, let me tell incorrect. you something. Let, let me tell you I don't know. First of all, I don't know what kind of pumpkin I'm pie you've tell had you in your what, life. I'm going to tell you what pumpkin pie is. Pumpkin pie is a conspiracy because this is what happened. Memals realized all across America that Memals. if they could make this ridiculous poop textured pie and cover it with enough first whipped all, cream and convince their grandkids that it was good yeah. and make them eat it, then the Memals could then eat the banana cream, the chocolate, and all the uh, other pies ridiculous. that are actually well, good. Let me, okay, let me ask you. There you is put, no you put, reason for <laughs> pumpkin pie to exist. It is the most disgusting. Might probably, as well put a cow pie probably, on a plate and cover it with no, whipped cream. Probably the dumbest thing you've ever said on this podcast or any radio show thing. you've ever it had. It is the truth. Probably you the said you thing. respect truth. Yes, that is your truth, not my truth. My truth is that, truth is that not pumpkin pie is subjective. It's objective. I agree with that. However, we live in a day and age where we're all allowed to have our own truth, and your opinion no, no. is that pumpkin pie is awful. Mine is pumpkin pie is great, especially with whipped cream. What about sweet potato pie? Uh, disgusting. Why oh, do you? Dude, no, no, no. You've just I'm not had bad let you change stuff. The subject. I'm not going to let you change the subject. The Conways, the Conways put, just can't cook this no, no, stuff. No. Then apparently, let me, I'm not going to let you change the subject. Why do you have to put whipped cream on pumpkin pie? Do you what have you to put, put whipped cream? <laughs> Listen to me. You, do you, have you to don't have to put. You don't, you don't wait, have to put whipped cream on banana cream pie. You don't have to yes, put whipped do. cream on chocolate. You just said it. it cream. Tastes just Where as the good cream and banana cream pie is. If you don't have whipped cream on pumpkin pie, yes. it doesn't taste good. Leland, you, you, first of all, now you're just lying because a, a banana true. cream pie. Do you know what the cream is on banana cream pie? There is whipped cream on top of the cream no, part no, of the no. banana cream pie. You yes, make there is. the banana with the cream. It's it's delicious. And, and on top of every banana cream pie I've ever seen in my life is a buttload of whipped cream. You're un American. Here's right, what's your go. what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Favorite Thanksgiving dish is gravy. We 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 oh, discussed this. Yes. We discussed this on the radio show. 
um, yes. Saturday. We, what we kind? had a top sixteen. Brown or white? Because there's um, brown or white is okay. White is better. Now I'm not talking about gravy on your biscuits and gravy. White gravy. No, I'm on your mashed taters. The, yeah, on your turkey gravy. That's yeah, what oh, I want. Yeah. Turkey gravy white. Um, it's the best. It's the best. I, I don't even know if I'd call it a side dish because I will go out on for seconds. I eat a bowl of it straight up. I will too. I will yeah. go get, especially on dressing. I will go get dressing, and I will drown Ooh, it yes. in the gravy. Yes, dressing. And so with that the, was yes. the thing. So we had on on our radio show uh, this you past You know what? Weekend, you put gravy on 16. pumpkin pie, it might actually taste good. You know what? I tell you what. I, if you will try that for me and let us know, I, I think you deserve <laughs> what that's going to turn out to be. Um, but so we had a we had a contest. We we rated our top sixteen best side dishes for Thanksgiving, and we had a little vote off. Uh, sweet 16, and gravy one is the best side dish. And you're talking about dressing. You're talking about sweet potato casserole, which I assume you hate as well. Uh, we're, yes, talking about, um, we're talking about uh, green bean casserole. All the casseroles oh, get in here, and those are casserole. my least favorite. Yeah. Now, let me – I'll end with this one. Okay. My wife's family – uh, which is this, we called Thanksgiving this year. Now it's as far as anyway. So we we may or may not be getting together Thanksgiving, but we called it this year. We said we we want to host for our family, and apparently my wife's family um, have something that they do for Thanksgiving called oyster casserole. Hmm. Now I, I love raw oysters. Yeah. I love them. I will. I, if if I'm someplace close where they're fresh, even I can go up here to Malone's or someplace here in Lexington where I can get them, and I know they're going to be fresh. I'll get them and love them. But once you bake the goodness and the juices and and the liquor, as it said, out of the oyster, I'm not sure what good an oyster is. Yeah. And if it's got, if you have to put it in a casserole, sometimes I question. With the exceptions of pot- a potato a gratin, yeah. With the exception of that, I'm not sure what good casseroles are. If you have to bake it into a casserole, I question the overall taste of it. Well, that's actually an interesting point. There are some casseroles that I like. There's some casseroles that are awful, and it does seem like a good way to hide something that doesn't taste good. Like, yeah. like when you talk about oysters, the bad thing about them is the consistency. So if you bake all the flavor out of them and you exactly. have that nasty consistency, that's, yeah, you, then you then all you're left with is the bitterness. Right, and the, and the, and the chewiness, and that's not what we're Ugh. after. We're after the liquor that comes on the half shell. That's All right, the best weirdest part of it. weirdest holiday tradition um, that you and your family have. I don't know that it's weird. It goes back to food. My mom, for whatever reason, from the time I, w- I can remember, always had. Um, this was another side dish that comes to my family. And now I love it. At the time, I hated it, never understood it. But it would be Brussels sprouts doused in Italian dressing. You know, Brussels sprouts now that are sautéed in a, in a skillet with butter, th- that's some tasty stuff. But these are Brussels sprouts that have been dripping in Italian dressing for three days, served cold. I hated them when I was a kid. I love them now, but I don't know of many other people who do it this way for Thanksgiving. Right. My wife does a pasta dish that she soaks in kind of a an Italian dressing, yeah, and it serves it cold, and it's yeah, actually so it's really like pasta good. Salad. It's one of the few things she makes because I do most of the cooking, right? Um, well, we, we've all if you, if you, if you follow if people follow you on Instagram, everyone sees what you make because we see every meal. That's true. I, I do post them up there. I uh-huh. just want to I want to encourage people that healthy food is is good. <laughs> you do a great job, you know. And in fact, Leland, I mean, you you get full credit for for um for me dropping some weight in the last three years, four yep. years actually. You're looking great. I'm um, dropping a lot of weight uh, because you got me into the keto paleo thing, and I'm still sticking with. It. For the most part, I have my weaknesses here and there, but yeah, so because of your seriousness with it, um, even though I make fun of you all the time, uh, because you're <laughs> so serious about it and so hardcore about it, but because you are so hardcore about it and you taught me so much about it and I experienced the reality and the truth of that of that lifestyle, right. um, I'm still doing it and I feel my blood pressure is better, my, yep. all my levels are better, and I feel better. Yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. just getting rid of carbs as much as you can. You definitely seem to have better. You just seem, you seem to have a lot more energy. 
Oh, um, yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. All right, last thing. Uh, yeah. Have you ever farted and blamed it on somebody else? Oh, gosh, yes. Okay. Because did you Like see- recently, probably in like the last, <laughs> I don't know, six, maybe th- two hours. <laughs> the reason I bring that up, this is the silliest. This goes back to the whole journalism thing that we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Uh, the Daily Mail did an article. They did. They invested a bunch of time. They had multiple reporters working on this yeah. to uncover the fact that apparently Ivanka Trump once farted in class and blamed it on her classmates because Gosh. she was a bratty teenager. Well, that's that sounds like that sounds like journalism done worthwhile. Huh? <laughs> Everyone involved in that article needs to be fired. I it's agree. a funny story, but why does anybody oh freaking care? Because because I bet you every single one of those reporters have done it. Oh, I, I bet we've all done it. You know what we've they all say? Done it, we've all done it in a moment where, you know, it's not like when you do it by yourself, clearly you don't care. Right. When you do it and there's only one other person in the room, you can't blame it on someone exactly. else, Exactly. Right? That's what I was going to say. Don't ever fart in an elevator setting, with only two people. That's right. When you're in a party setting and, oh, gosh, you know what the worst is? And, and I, 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 will, I will say I'm guilty of this. On an airplane. On yes. an airplane. Yes. When, when, especially yes. recently, I've flown a little bit when there's like only six people on a flight, and you're and you're basically you know you're spread out all over the flight, and you're like, gosh, this pressure's building up, yeah. and you kind of you, you let it go, and then you're like, all right, I, I just hope this one doesn't smell, and then it winds up just being awful, and you know the the flight attendant walks by at that exact moment, and there's it's it's either you or her, and she knows she didn't do it, and she's just the the, the judgmental face that you get. Yeah, you know I can tell if it's gonna smell. I do not. I love. I love. I love how much how much uh, potty humor is coming to this show today. By the, the way, the ones that ripple coming out don't smell. The ones that are that just sort of mm. seep out. Those are mm. the ones that smell. I, I I'm gonna love the. I I I wonder if this new radio station in Louisville is gonna play this part of the show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that interesting. I wonder if this is the kind of if this, if this is the kind of um of of conversation that they signed up for. Yeah, I know it exactly. Yeah. All right, real quick. Um, yep. Any final thoughts on the holidays? No, I'm excited about them being here. I'm glad they're Me here. Too. We we all need. Last year we were criticizing Whether... anybody who put their tree up early. This year I'm <laughs> celebrating it. I am too. As a matter of fact, Ours is going I'm up Monday. begging my wife. This is the first time um, since uh, I've been married that I, I'm celebrating. You know, every holiday this year I'll be celebrating as a married man. And um and I I'm just I I'm begging her please can we get a tree I want a tree now and she's like sweetie if we get a tree now it'll be brittle by the time Christmas comes around I said we'll buy another one we'll buy two if we have to let's get one now and when it goes dry we'll buy another one I just want the house full of trees you I want lights on the one. house I'm, I just that we just I think we all look whether you celebrate Christmas is Christmas or not everybody and needs we just it. all need yeah. we all need a pause and and I was watching there's a there's actually a Star Wars. Lego special on Disney Channel on Disney Plus right now, mm-hmm. and they they it's, it's a it's a holiday special, right? Because not everyone celebrates Christmas, and so they call it um, Life Day is what they're celebrating <laughs> oh, in the in the in the in the actual movie. It's Life Day, and it's kind of <laughs> hokey, but nonetheless, it, it's it, we all need something to celebrate this right. year because yeah. this has been. You know, every year I see these people say, I'm so tired of 2018. 2018 is one of the worst years ever. 2019 is one of the worst years ever. Well, 2020 has truly been in our lifetime one of the worst years for a lot of us. Yeah, it really has. Um, it really has. And so we all need an end to it, but we got it. We need some better news on the other side. And which to, to me means, and, and not to bring this, you know, back to back to my faith, but it, I'm just, uh, it's my, I mean, it's I'm, I'm talking about the way I'm doing it, so I'm coming back to my faith. 
it, it's just there, that's the that's the hope that I have. I, yeah. I, the hope that I have. America God, needs the reason for Christmas. They need yeah, Jesus. I agree. We need Jesus. All of us need. Well, Jesus. I, I I believe in a God who, in spite of all the chaos in this world and all, all the hate and anger that we have perpetrated on ourselves yep. as sinful human beings, that there is a God who loves us, who sits on His throne, is and is in control. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what I'm praying for. And praying that a lot more Americans realize it for sure. Hey, man, yeah. I love you, dude. Love it's you always too, great talking to you. And uh, we'll get you on an episode here again soon. I, I know you're crazy busy, but um, but we'll get you on another episode right. here soon. Love All you, right? bud. Talk to you later. All right, Tell you Tabitha too. today. All right. That is uh, my co-host and co-executive producer and co-founder, Cameron Mills on the Disruption Zone. Always great to have Cameron back on the show. Uh, we love it. Um, and that was a fun conversation and uh, lots to think about there. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. 6200 Hit Lane, Louisville, Kentucky, right on the border of Odom and uh, Louisville. Um, if you're in southern Indiana, Louisville, or Odom County, these are your guys. Now, whether you're a contractor or do-it-yourselfer, they've got affordable cabinets in stock. Or if you want somebody to completely remodel your kitchen and you just step away and let them have the keys, turnkey, remodel. They've got three designers on staff, George, Kelly, Michelle. They love talking to you. Stop by the showroom at 6200 Hit Lane and just check out what they've got or give them a call at um, 502-930-3304. Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Big thanks to them for sponsoring the program. I don't talk about businesses I don't believe in. We've been a customer of theirs. They did our kitchen. And they did our master bathroom, and they are phenomenal. So if you're looking to do that work, uh, check them out. It's LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com. You can download the podcast for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and iHeartRadio's app. You can also listen to select episodes of this podcast on WGTK 970, The Answer in Louisville, as well as daily commentaries from me on that radio station. So check them out. Follow them on uh, social media and check out my commentaries. You can follow us on Instagram. It's at Leland Show and at uh, the Dis- or at Zone Disruption on Twitter and on Instagram. It's at Great Lelando and at the Disruption Zone. I am Leland Conway. Thanks for listening. The Disruption Zone.